This is Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about a Parsha of the week, the Parsha of the week, with some practical lessons to keep. The Shir is dedicated in memory of the hundreds murdered in Israel, and on behalf of the hundreds in captivity, the thousands wounded, and the tens of thousands fighting on our behalf in Eretz Yisrael. Those who were murdered, Hashem should, it should be Hashem Yikom Damam. Those who are in captivity should be saved speedily, happily, healthy, and safely to have a complete Yeshua. Those who are wounded should have a full and Yeshua complete Bekarov. And those who are fighting should be Zoha to be successful and everyone should return safely, happily, and healthily, speedily in our days. We just finished the whole book of the Torah. We danced and we sang on Simchas Torah. And we now start again the Parshiot of the Torah. It's very easy to get excited about the Sefer of Boratius. I myself am a huge fan of the first beginning Parshiot because I connect a lot to Gadotah and the Gemara, and I connect a lot to stories, which is very easy to find all the way really until we get to Shamos. And after that, it gets a little harder. But it's so easy to connect to, to these different aspects. You know, we're going to meet Avraham in a few weeks, which are some of my favorite parshios, such as Vayichi, which is my Bar Parsha, which I'm biased to be my favorite, favorite. And then we see, you know, Avraham, we see Yitzhak, we see Yaakov, and we meet Moshe. And it behooves us to think about the idea of when we press the reset button after every Simcha Torah, and I hope everyone had a, a wonderful holiday season aside from the ter- horrific, horrific news going on in Israel, which only know from good things now and always. Behooves us to think of when we start Boratius again, how we could reset our mindset, how we could reset the blueprint for the year. Because really, we're going into the real crux of the year. Once we're past the holiday season, we're in the the routine, which is really my favorite, you know, routine part of the year, where we go and we we go through the set schedule and the set time period. So when we look at Boratius and we think about Hashem starts the world and we start over the year, what can we really learn from the blueprint and what can we learn from how things are about? And that's what we're going to look at and think about together. So we talk about the idea of Boratius Baro Elohim right away, right in the first Pasuk, and, and many people explain how it's really hard to decipher the whole aspect of creation. It's very difficult. It's like the Maestro Merkava. It's almost impossible to tackle. Like, when did this happen? How did this happen? What was beforehand? You know, people who are much, much smarter than me try to delve into it, but really... We're not going to get into that. Boratius Bar Elohim, in the beginning of when Hashem created, you know, it's it's very abstract and very hard to connect to, but we know that it's Hashem. Hashem was there before everything else. There was nothing. Hashem brought everything to existence. Hashem was the artist and is the artist day in and day out. And the Torah is the blueprint. The Medrash Rabbah points out the Torah says, I was the tool of God's artistry. An architect who builds a palace does not do so on his own. He has scrolls and notebooks which he consults regarding how to place the rooms, where to set the doors. So it is with Hashem. He looked into the Torah, whatever that means, metaphorically, and he created the world. And I always find that a very interesting statement. It's very hard for me to connect to that. What does that mean? He looks into the Torah. Which part of the Torah? Did he look at the Torah about Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, which wasn't going to happen till later on in our lifespan? But of course, there's no time for Hashem. Hashem is here, there, and everywhere, like in all time. And it's like very mind-numbing to try to think of these different things. But Hashem looks into the Torah, and it creates the world. Hashem looked into the Torah, created the world, man looks into the Torah, and sustains the world. The Torah is supposed to be our blueprint. A lot of people think, you know, especially not religious people, not Jewish people, that the Torah is a history book. It's not a history book. There are certain stories placed there for some reasons, and then there's certain sections that have laws for some reasons. There's certain sections that have different things 
for certain reasons. It's a blueprint. As Rabbi Foreman explains in one of his many beautiful video lecture series on alephbeta.org, it's not a history book and it's not a law book. It's like a fusion of many things. It's a blueprint. It's supposed to guide us and direct us using stories, using laws, using different aspects and different things to sustain us and move us. The Torah's first word, the Rashi Medrash Rabbah points out, Bereshis is an acronym for Beit Rashid. Two first, the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Beit, stands for the number two. This is to say that the world is created for the sake of two things called first, the Torah and the people of Israel. As Yomi points out, so really, we have to guide our life to follow the blueprint of the Torah. We should follow in the ways of the the stories of the people, the great people that came before us, being a paradigm of Chesed like Avram, being strong in our Yiddish guide and Torah like Yitzchak, Gevura, and being Emma's true as much as we can in our lifetime like Yaakov, and then of course to be a leader like Moshe, and to go on so forth and so forth. But it also behooves us to think about even the next part of the Pasuk. In the beginning when Hashem created the heavens and the earth. Rav Yitzchak said, pointed out from Rashi, the Torah ought to have started with the first mitzvah in Shemos, this month shall be consecrated to you, which is the first mitzvah commanded to the people of Israel. Why then not commanded in general, because Avram did brasmila, but the whole Jewish people were commanded with the first mitzvah of HaChodesh So why does it begin with Barashas? So that the nations of the world which unfortunately we see right now, and we see many times in the past, always accusing the Jewish people, always, you know, condemning the Jewish people and and telling them this and that, of always accusing us in the wrong way. The UN itself has how many resolutions against the Jewish people in the land of Israel? The nations of the world say to Israel, you are thieves for having conquered the lands of the seven nations. They can reply to them, the entire world is God's. He created it. He grants it to whoever he desires. It was his will to give it to them. It's his will to take it for them and give it to us, as pointed out from Rashi. This dialogue between the nations of the world and the people of Israel also takes place in the miniature universe. The Lubavitcher points out within the heart of man. Hashem is served by the Jewish person in two ways, by fulfilling the divine commandments, the mitzvahs of the Torah, and by living his or her ordinary life, eating, sleeping, doing business, as an exercise in experiencing the divine and serving Hashem's purpose and creation, expressed by the ideals, all your deeds should be for the sake of heaven. As Pirkei Avos, my favorite Sefer, and know him in all your ways, I forget the exact way of saying it, from from Mishlei, uh, from Proverbs, it is regarding the second area that the Jewish internal nation of the world, his worldly outlook, argues, You are thieves for having conquered the lands of the seven nations. What business have you commandeering the secular areas of life? Must you turn everything into a religious issue, serve God in the ways he has explicitly told us to serve him, leave the rest to their rightful worldly owners? As a side, of course, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Not only are we supposed to work on our traits and our midos and try to fix them, whatever bad ones we have, and try to fine-tune whatever good ones we have, but we're also supposed to do whatever we can to take the materialistic and elevate it to the spiritual that's why we take rib juice and we elevate it with a bracha we take all food we elevate it with a bracha we take a phylactery which is a piece of leather in a leather box and we put kadusha into it put the psukim into it we take a talus which is a prayer shawl which ordinarily would just be a cloth a beautiful cloth but we elevate it these are all things we do we, we take the flame and we make it elevated sanctify the day whether it be Yom Tov or Shabbos or Hanukkah we serve Hashem. To answer this argument, the Torah begins not with its first mitzvah, but with the statement, In the beginning, Hashem created the heavens and the earth. 
The entire world is Hashem's. He created the Torah is saying not just the matzah eaten on, pa- on Pesach and Passover or the percentage of one's income given to charity. With its opening statement, the Torah is establishing that it's not merely a rule book, a list of things to do. It's not merely a history book because there's a lot of things missing from uh, hundreds of a year span. It's a gu- it's a blueprint from Hashem for creation. Our guide for realizing the purpose for which everything in heaven and earth was made. Every creature, every object, every element, every force, every phenomenon and potential, every moment of time was created by Hashem toward a purpose. Our mission in life is to conquer the lands of the seven nations, to conquer our internal lands of the seven nations and transform them and it into a holy land, a world permeated with the goodness and the perfection of its creator. Our purpose is to do what we can to elevate everything in our life. I always talk about if you have a talent, you have a capability, you have an ability, you must use it for the Jewish people, for the land of Israel, and for the Jewish world at large. Israel so much, so much needs us these days, in these terrible, terrible days, financially and spiritually doing kind deeds and actions, but also contributing, being an advocate, being a role model for them, doing what you can to contribute towards them, to speak about them, to help them. If you're a writer, use the pen, the written word, to speak out for Israel, to speak out for the Jewish people, and to speak out for Judaism in general. If you're a good speaker, then use your voice. And if you're a musician, use your music. Do what you can to bring this world. We're supposed to conquer the lands of the seven nations, whether it be physically in the land itself, in the rightful land, which is ours in Eretz Yisrael, or whether it be within ourselves, in our neshamos, in our bodies, conquering the naysayers, conquering the the Yetzirah within us, doing what we can to elevate and inspire ourselves, our bodies to be elevated to a higher level. We're supposed to take everything materialistic and raise it to the spiritual. A lot of people say, no technology, nothing, nothing, nothing. But Hashem creates things and it can be used for good or bad. You know, Hashem made the written pen and the written paper. Should we say we should never write anything because people are are bullies, because people are cyber bullies, people write such hateful, disgusting thing? No, everything can be used for good or bad. You have a gift of a written word, use it for good. You have a phone, use it to spread Torah, to go to Jewish websites and learn Torah and to be Marbit's Torah on groups and WhatsApps and emails. And How beautiful is that? You have a computer, you have an element, an elevation, an ability to elevate these things. Everyone can do what they can to elevate different things and people can use what they can. Even money can be used for good or bad. How many people waste it on such narishkeit? I was just talking with one of the parents the other day, interestingly, how all these people, these entertainers, these musicians, these actors, Lahavdil, they make millions. What do they do with those millions? You know they could probably solve world hunger in Africa like six times over with the $88 million they make of a contract. How crazy? $88 million? What can you do with that? How many houses can you get? How many cars do you need? Even if you, if that guy had 16 kids, which they never will, you know, you don't even need like a one iota of that. You can take anything and use it for good. A person with that kind of money, that kind of power, that kind of prestige can do so much. Twitter was bought for $20 billion. Million dollars. $20 million. You know what you could have done with $20 million? You literally could have solved so many problems in the world with that kind of money. But instead it was used to buy a Fakakta website. Come on, man. You could have done so much good with that money. Everything we have can be used for good or bad. Everything we have can be elevators. As we come to Bereshis and we start over, basically we start the the year anew, the Torah partials anew, we could think, now I have this new slate, this new year ahead of me. Now we're in the routine. What can we do to be an artist in our own 
own life, with our scrolls and our notebooks. Hashem looks at His artistry into His scroll, into His Torah. We look into the Torah, what can we do? Hashem created the world. We're supposed to be involved in helping fulfill, sustaining the world with Torah, through chesed, through mitzvahs. We know the world was created through three legs and sustains through three legs, including peace and, and Torah and avoda and gemilas chasad. And what can we do to do that? We think about the the house and the people of Israel and the Torah, what can we do to be advocates for them, to stand up for them? What can we do to conquer the nations of the of the world in the land, in the physical, and to conquer ourselves inside her? What can we do to elevate different aspects of our life for the good? So I challenge us, I challenge myself, and I challenge you, the listener, as we come to this year and we're really into the steamrolling part of the routine of the year, what can we do in our voracious, our beginning moving forward? How can we elevate ourselves? How can we go forward, take on something new for yourself to make the world better to make the world even more exciting and and lit up through compassion and chesed and kindness making the world even better and hopefully we each can take something we each can contribute something in this year is a wonderful year full of only good things big great things for all of us and we should be zochah to see Mashiach come and the base of speedily built in our days and may that day in fact be today. This has been the TTP Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.